welcome to another episode of the Two Shots Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garcia. And on today's episode, we're going to be joined by our recurring guest, uh, one of our good friends, Jeff Garcia, the lead Spurs writer of News 4 San Antonio, Fox 29 San Antonio, and the Spurs Zone. Spurs Zone. So, Jeff, now that I can actually talk, how are you doing today? <laughs> you know, I was hoping for a quiet off season, but it just seems every day it's something new with the San Antonio Spurs. I know. Well, this was some news that was very unexpected. I don't think anybody anticipated the return of Tim Duncan, you know, TD21, the GOAT, uh, to come back and really be on the coaching staff and be right next to to Coach Pop out there on the bench, you know, with uh, Becky Hammond. Uh, so, I mean, it was totally unexpected. And I think uh, Spurs fans were very ecstatic and excited as we both saw Spurs Twitter blew up. Everybody in the media was ecstatic. I mean, what were your first impressions when you found this out? You know what? I think like everybody, I was just um, at a loss for words. I was like, what? I said, this can't be real. You know, there's no way Tim Duncan would come back at a coaching capacity. But there it was. Uh, once over the initial shock, um, I pretty much was like, okay, well, let's weigh it. Pros and cons. And I couldn't think of too many cons to this. There's nothing but pros. About the only con, if you want to even classify that as a con, is the fact that maybe, you know, Pop sees that, you know, he's getting older. He's maybe uh, needs somebody there with him to be more in tune with these younger players. So when I bring a legend like Tim Duncan back uh, and put him on the sidelines to help uh, mentor and uh, nurture these uh, players as they begin their NBA career or at least start getting into it, such as their White Murray and, of course, the trio of rookies. Uh, but outside of that, no. I mean, maybe another con is that there's never been in, uh, maybe maybe only just Bill Russell has there been an NBA great come in and do a, a bang-up job as a coach. You've seen it before, you know, Kevin McHale. Yeah, he had some success, um, whether that be with Houston or Minnesota. You know, we know Bill Embiid is having a great success with the WNBA. But as far as, you know, a famous, iconic player that makes his way to the NBA coaches' ranks, um, that has been few and far between. But there's just too many pros, Joe, to this. I mean, you can just list them on and on and on from the locker room presence, the team presence, to just his legendary status. There's nothing but upside in this hiring, Joe. I'd have to agree with you on that. You know, there is a lot of upside because now he's going to be on the sidelines during a, during a Spurs games in mm -hmm. the regular season. That means that the players can now really take part of all this plethora of knowledge that Tim Duncan brings. You know, he's uh, a five-time NBA champion. He's been in big game situations before. He knows what to do in crunch time. And with these younger uh, generation of players that are coming uh, up and into their own with the San Antonio Spurs, that leadership is sorely missed. And now you have it in Tim Duncan. And not only in Tim, but Coach Pop and Becky Hammond, everybody brings a lot of knowledge with them. So I think that these younger players, especially, you know, this season growing and learning, they have great mentors. They have great teachers. And I'm sure they're going to soak in all this knowledge. I just wish that we had a Manu Ginobili to go along with Tim Duncan. I, I, I still believe that Manu is going to be like Timmy. I, I see him coming to the Spurs in some capacity, maybe not now, but maybe in a couple years, maybe four or five years from now. 
maybe he'll join the coaching staff or he'll be a part of the organization in some capacity. What do you think? Uh, as far as uh, Timmy just staying on with the Spurs uh, coaching staff, is that what you're trying to get at? No, I'm saying like, you know, Timmy's going to be on with the coaching staff and he'll right. probably be here, you know, for, for maybe a couple of years and let's see, he'll probably revisit his options at that juncture. But I'm saying, what do you think the chances are of, of Manu Ginobili maybe oh. joining Timmy, you know, at some point in time? You know, that was going to be the player that I would suspect would have come back. Uh, and coach uh, the Spurs or even just in some sort of capacity with the coaching staff. But, hey, you know, Timmy is uh, setting the precedent here. Maybe it puts pressure on a guy like Manu. I don't think Tony uh, Tony has too many things going on from his ownership of his club overseas in France. But Manu is likely the one to perhaps be the next domino to fall. Uh, but there's a part of me that that looks at this situation and says, you know what? You know, can this team make its own identity without the big three having to be there? There's a part of me that says you got to take off the training wheels eventually. And this team needs to forge its own identity. So, and still grabbing on to the past, how does that pave the way for the future? I, I think, you know, I'm not knocking uh, the Tim Duncan hiring. He's just simply doing what he's been doing since retirement, working out with the players and helping them develop. And But this time he gets to sit on the bench for 41 home games and 41 uh, road games. That's the only difference. And he's getting paid for it, too. Oh, yeah. But, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I said, oh, yeah, that's that's no doubt. He's going to get paid oh, for oh. it. He's got to yeah, bring gonna... in some money because he's got a kid. You know, he's got a new baby. <laughs> yeah, that or maybe he just wanted to hit the eject button because his baby is probably starting to walk now and talk. <laughs> so he's like, you know what? I'm good now. I'm going to get away from all this. Or, or but... maybe maybe the wife got tired of seeing him at the house and said, get out of here. Go back <laughs> To yeah, coaching or job. something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but again, I'm not trying to rain the parade. I'm just saying, but I, I would love to see this team start forging its own identity and not having to rely on the big three and rely on the past. I want to see uh, Murray and Lonnie and the trio of rookies and DeMar. What, what kind of chapter are they going to write for themselves in this first history? And they're going to do that. There's no doubt about that. But uh, bringing back TD is only just going to do well moving forward. Look, there are some times last season where this team looked lost. Um, maybe Pop wasn't getting through to them. This is the team that needed a fire uh, lit under their you-know-whats to get them going. And TD is going to bring that. Yeah, TD was never the vocal, scream, in-your-face Kevin uh, Garnett style. Uh, but he had his own way of getting through the players. And I think the Spurs uh, will appreciate that moving forward. But there's nothing but upside to this, Joe. Here's the thing, though. Uh, is he going to wear a suit? Is that going to get to him eventually? <laughs> I think that's the question everybody was saying. They're like, once he gets the memo and says, you're going to have to dress up as yeah. part of the coaching staff, they're going to say they're going to release a, a statement shortly from the Spurs saying, Tim Duncan now retracts <laughs> and backtracks. He's not going to be a part of the staff, but he knows what's up. So it's going to be. A change for him, no doubt, because he's been out of the public eye, not one to to really talk too much to the media. I mean, he did give interviews. He did speak with them after games, but that was pretty much it. Now, I think we're going to see a lighter uh, side of Tim Duncan. He's still going to be serious because he's talking basketball, but it's going to it's going to be good for the fans to see a different side of Timmy, you know, to really maybe get to know him a little bit more uh, than we did before. So it's it's a plus plus for everybody across the board. But. I'd like to point out one thing in particular, 
And, and this is something that I really thought about when I heard this. Now that Tim Duncan has been hired as part of the coaching staff mm-hmm. and some of the other coaches have already left, there should be a yeah. promotion in, in order. Wouldn't Becky Hammond be now uh, Pop's right-hand gal? You know? She- oh, no. I, I think uh, we could just get to the heart of that uh, topic right now. And all signs are pointing that Hammond will be the first chair next to Pop. Yeah. And will likely make history uh, next season uh, should Pop not be able to make a game or get tossed out of a game. Uh, where she takes the reins as the as the interim head coach for that one game. So there's going to be so much history making the stuff for her um, coming up next season. So it's, it's just all it's doing is just pointing the finger to the fact that once Pop leaves and if Becky isn't uh, wooed by another club, uh, then she will become the first NBA uh, head coach uh, female. So there's that. So you can get that out of the way right now and. You know, kudos to her, but it looks like that's what is shaping up to be, and all signs are pointing to that. She's going to get a pay raise as well, too. So uh, congratulations. But here's the thing, though. I think with Popovich uh, still being there, the one thing that is getting lost in all this is the dramatic changes that are going on with the Spurs organization. organization Oh, yeah. That's another thing I was going to talk about with you as well. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, from R.C. Buford leaving the GM spot, I guess, quote-unquote, leaving because, you know, all indications are saying he's still going to have a hand in what the new GM, uh, Wright, or Brian Wright, is going to be doing. So you're seeing this new generation of Spurs staffing and players starting to uh, become more uh, prevalent in the organization, the ownership uh, it's gotten younger. The kids of the whole family took over. I'm there. They're not kids, but you know, they're, they're, they're adults. Um, and then there's obviously, as we mentioned, uh, Buford moving on to president. Now he, he, that's a bigger position. That's a step up from GM. So, you know, congratulations to him. You're seeing Will Hardy, who's got lost in all this. He got promoted as well, uh, as an assistant coach. So a younger head coach, uh, assistant coach there, you got Tim Duncan, who uh, by, you know, all it's purpose is young. Uh, you know, we say he's old, but, you know, he's not old. Um, he's just old for NBA playing standards. Of course, Becky Hammond, you know, she's still young. Uh, Popovich is getting up there in age. Uh, Buford is getting up there in age, too. There, you're seeing the team as a roster get younger. Luca, uh, Quindari, Keldon, Murray, Derek, Bryn. So, uh, you know, there's there's still Eubanks and uh, Metu. You know, this this is a young team. Times are changing in San Antonio. The last ginormous domino to fall will be Popovich's retirement. And uh, I think a close second will be Buford should he decide to walk away. But, you know, he doesn't have to take the physical toll as Popovich has to, uh, you know, going on road trips and you know, dealing with the stress of an NBA game. Uh, but. You, I mean, Popovich is the next uh, domino to, uh, to fall. He's the last one. And I think that is something that's going to just rock the foundation more so than with Timmy and Tony Amani when they called it a day. Um, or even when Kawhi Leonard, uh, even when he got traded. Now, we all know that just rocked the, 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 the franchise because you had yourselves a top three player in the NBA just forced his way out. But I think Popovich leaving, uh, that's going to just uh, shake the foundation and I think that's what they're bracing for. He's the next one to fall, so might as well bring in a Tim Duncan, Will Hardy, a new GM, 
uh, Becky's moving up, and that's, I mean, I think you can read the writing on the wall that Pop's time is coming to an end, uh, maybe sooner than later. Yeah, the sun's setting on his career, definitely. Yeah. Uh, we can anticipate him probably making it official probably in the next, between the next two to three years, I believe. His yeah. contract is for what, for maybe three more seasons? Yeah, and I, I think I, I read somewhere uh, or I heard uh, from other outlets that it's a one 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 meaning he's not locked in two, three seasons. If he wants to just do one of three seasons and then call it a day, he can do that. And, of course, two of three, he can do that as well. So uh, that that the, the sun is, is setting on his career. Uh, he has Team USA or whatever's left of it right now with all the <laughs> players bailing out, at least in FIBA play this summer yeah. in August. Obviously, there's the Olympics down the road. But he still has responsibilities of that, so maybe you could project that he could stay on for a couple more seasons. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, I think the Spurs are getting everything in place for a seismic shift uh, once you know Pop leaves. And, of course, I think Timmy would also exit as a coach, too. Um, I think he would um, if, if Pop decides to call it a career. I can see them two maybe walking off the court together, this time as coaches. That would be poetic. But, uh, yeah, Joe, I think Spurs fans, uh, you're seeing it right now. Everything is changing with your San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, you know, I think this is the biggest question that we have in all this. Now that you have R.C. Buford being named CEO and Brian Wright's going to be the GM now, uh, those changes will take effect on September the 3rd. I think the biggest question Spurs fans have, especially on Spurs Twitter, is are we finally going to get some type of uh, Fiesta jersey? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There's bigger things to worry about than a jersey with this uh, team next season. Uh, from just being competitive in an ultra-competitive uh, Western Conference, uh, to uh, hopefully seeing uh, Lonnie and uh, DeJounte uh, make an impact next season. So in my mind, I'm thinking of Jersey should be the last thing fans should be worrying yeah, about next but season. You know, but I get it. It's, yeah, it's, it's the already, fan base. They, it's those little things that really matter to them. Yeah, they're already asking about that. Do you think we're finally going to get our Fiesta you know, themed jerseys? I'm like, I can probably answer that for you guys. You're not going to like it. The answer is probably going to be no. You yeah. know, you're going to expect more of the camo and that's what you're going to get with these city jerseys. So try to focus more about what's going to happen, you know, for the foreseeable future. You're looking at all these changes. The dynamic of, of the Spurs organization has shifted and you're seeing the start of that. And that's something you all should be excited about because this is what the Spurs fans have been, you know, waiting for us for so long. They wanted to change. Well, it's knocking on your doorstep and it's right here looking at you, you know, so the day has come. Uh, one of the other things I wanted to mention, since you were talking about FIBA play and Team USA and all these you know players dropping out, uh, it was uh, announced earlier today that uh, DeMar DeRozan mm -hmm. has officially withdrawn uh, his name uh, from Team USA play this summer because he wanted to focus more on the upcoming NBA season. Uh, now that he's done this, what do you think, Jeff? Do you think this is more of a move to to focus more on, you know, yeah. maybe working on his game or trying to keep himself yeah. in shape, you know, and not get injured? Yeah, I think that's all it is. I mean, he's not the only one. Zion uh, backed out, and then, of course, Dean Lillard backed out. Countless other players have backed out of uh, Team USA play. Uh, so I think this is just simply what it is. Uh, NBA players just don't want to risk maybe the extra added mileage on their legs ahead of the new season. 
DeMar DeRozan, he's one of them. Look, he's a veteran now. I think he's now double-digit seasons. The 9-10 now. Uh, so, um, you know, he has to conserve his energy. Look, uh, you know, between Team USA and NBA play, uh, you know, of course, the NBA guy slash Spurs guy in me says, yeah, good move, DeMar. You know, get those legs rested and uh, hone that craft and work on your outside shot. And there's a part of me thinking, like, you know, that's Team USA, represent your country. But at the end of the day, it's their decision. It's it's what they feel is best for them. They know their own bodies, and if they feel rest is needed ahead of a, a NBA a season, that's going to be grueling, especially in the West. Kawhi Leonard's back in the West. Paul George is joining him. AD and LeBron teamed up. Of course, the uh, you know the Houston Rockets are still there. The, the Nuggets, you know, are getting lost under the radar, and the Jazz improved. Spurs need all hands on deck next season if they want to make any. Yeah, kind of lost you for a second there, Jeff. But yeah, the the Spurs are making some great changes, you know, for the foreseeable future, and we look towards the team uh, being that much better. I know that the Spurs recently released the uh, preseason schedule as well. Anything mm-hmm. in there kind of stuck out at you, you know, like a game in particular that you're like, huh, that might be an interesting game, game to watch, you know? Yeah, I think that just outside seeing the new kids on the block, uh, you know, just for the Spurs and the opposing teams, you know, seeing Murray get back on the court, obviously seeing Derek White, uh, Lonnie Walker, seeing those guys uh, play, um, you know, and at least NBA-ish basketball, because we know the preseason still is not pre, it's not NBA comp. A lot of the players are still trying to find their way, at least make an impact so they can stay on the NBA roster. Obviously, on the other side of the court, too, you know, seeing Zion and John Morant uh, in, in their NBA debuts against the Spurs. That's going to be fun, too. And it's simply just to see Spurs basketball back. I think after a very uh, up and down offseason, the Marcus Morris fiasco, of course, uh, you know, and then there was a, you know, not to knock on Trey Lyles, but a lot of fans <laughs> were hoping it'd be Morris that'd be wearing the Spurs jersey, not Lyles. And of course, we all know the three uh, players, uh, the three the three rookies are likely going to see maybe 90% of their playing days next season in Austin to see them play in the San Antonio uniform. I think that'll be beneficial for the Spurs fans and for them too. So all in all, I think, hey, you know, it's it's, it's going to be a fun season. TD is going to be patrolling that, uh, that sideline. So you're going to see Tim Duncan make his preseason assistant coaching debut. That's going to be interesting. It, it's just going to be a very fun season. And I just hope the Spurs don't get blinded by all that and just focus on the task at hand. And that is staying competitive and making the playoffs next season. Because there are projections out there, Joe, that have the Spurs not even sniffing the playoffs, like falling completely out of even the race, and which is just mind-boggling to me, Joe. I'll be honest with you, Jeff. Given the complexion of the West and how competitive it's going to be, mm-hmm. the Spurs are going to have to have – a very good road work record this this oh, upcoming yeah. season. If they cannot win on the road and they have a very poor showing in the rodeo road trip, that forecast might actually be a possibility. You know, um, I'm just hoping that this year they're able to kind of rectify those issues uh, on the road. You know, because let's face it, like I just said, that West is going to be stacked. It's going to be very competitive and there's no gimme games. Any team can beat you on any given day. You just have to be up to the task and really, you know, uh, keep yourself focused. And that's where I'm I'm kind of excited to see what, you know, somebody like Tim Duncan, 
out there on the sidelines watching over these guys can do as far as, you know, help them maybe get over that hump, which they couldn't do uh, last season, especially on the road. So some exciting things to watch for this coming season, no doubt. But I know everybody says, oh, there's not a that's not a possibility. The Spurs are a shoe and they're going to make the playoffs this season. Nothing's guaranteed. You know, look at what happened with Marquise Morris. Nothing's guaranteed, you know, so don't count your chickens before they hatch. It's going to be competitive and the Spurs are going to have to play at a high level. I'm confident they can do that. We'll just have to see how the season unfolds. But nonetheless, I'm excited that we're getting that much closer, Jeff, to to Spurs basketball once again. It's a love-hate relationship I think we have with it. We love it when it's on, but we hate it because of the coverage that we have to give. Is that right, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's a, a give and take. Yeah, it's exciting to see Spurs basketball, but the moment they lose one or two, the ceiling is falling, uh, the sky is falling uh, with the Spurs fans instead of just taking a deep breath and having a little patience and letting the season ride out and see how they stand at the end of the season after the All-Star break and, of course, going into the playoffs if they make it. So, yeah, there's a lot of things the Spurs fans should be uh, looking uh, looking forward to from on the court and off the court with Coach TD and Pop seeing that dynamic duel back together and how they're going to mesh together as coaches now is going to be interesting. And, of course, there's going to be, you know, I think we could do a drinking game right now if you want to make one. How many times Pop's going to be asked about Tim Duncan being a coach? Oh, how many God. times is Tim Duncan going to be asked about coming on to the Spurs bench as an assistant coach and his dealing with Pop? You could probably make a drinking game right now even every single national televised Spurs game, somebody's going to bring that up during the show. No doubt. You know, another thing that's probably going to happen too, and you can already anticipate it, is when they have media day at the Spurs workout facility, I'm sure that there's going to be a a larger crowd than usual. Everybody's going to want to bombard uh, Mr. Tim Duncan and pick his brain and get some, you know, some thoughts from him as far as what he thinks about coming on, you know, as, uh, as part of the coaching staff. So, I think they're going to have a, a packed house out there at Media Day. I'm, I'm sure you anticipate the same thing, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a very uh, crowded uh, place, but it's going to be fun. And I think the Spurs uh, team needed this injection of uh, just a good good feelings, good vibes getting into the new season. Yeah, exactly, man. So on that note, we're going to go ahead and end this episode of the Two Shots podcast. And before we do, Jeff, let the people know where they can go and see all the great content that you have coming out and where they can follow you on, on social media. Yeah, let's start with the content. Uh, obviously, there's Locked On Spurs. Joe is a frequent guest there. You can subscribe just simply by Googling Locked On Spurs, and it'll come up on iTunes and any type of uh, platform uh, where you can subscribe to your favorite podcast. The Spurs Antonio.com. Uh, it may be the offseason, but we're still running along. Spurs uh, from what's going on in the latest the NBA 2K League. The playoffs are here. I mean, those fans that are big, and of course, from other aspects such as our thoughts on Tim Duncan returning and Marcus Morris still yapping away and explaining why he renamed the Spurs. It's all there at the Spurs Zone. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Spurs Zone. Yeah, I don't think that Marquis Morris, uh, you know, what he did to the Spurs is going to go away anytime soon. I wish him nothing but the best because we know what's going to happen to him over there in uh, New York. He's going to probably be sitting on a, a 10-win team, 12-win team again, looking yep. on the outside looking in and probably wishing that he had stayed with the Spurs if he wanted to be competitive. And 
Last time I heard, the taxes are atrocious out there in New York. Is that right, Jeff? I know. Yes, I, I can tell you firsthand. It, it's not a good feeling when you see your check stub and you're like, how much did I give in taxes? Yeah. So Maybe somebody should have told him about the, the HEB that we have here in Texas, man. Maybe that would have swayed yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no HEBs in uh, New York. So that, that's yeah. a big minus living in the Big Apple. Yeah. You don't got to pay $10 for a gallon of milk, you know? Exactly. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, so you can also follow us at Two Shots Podcast, and it's all spelled out, T-W-O-S-H-O-T-S Podcast, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can also check out our website at twoshotspodcast.com. So, you know, make sure you go and interact with us. Me and Jeff, we like to talk sports. We like to talk our, you know, go off tangent, and, and we dive into the world of, of geekdom, of, mm-hmm. of nerd jargon, you know, comic books, and anything in between Transformers. I mean, you want to go up and tell us, <laughs> Who do you have going up against each other? You know, uh, let's say Ultron versus Megatron. Who's going to win this battle? Are you going to have the Predator versus who? Who, Jeff? Uh, well, pick one. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Fulgore from Killer ah, Instinct. There you go. Then you can go ahead and have those types of discussions with you. And believe us, we, we dive deep when we go into these <laughs> things. We ask a lot of questions. It's yeah, a lot of we fun. Do. It's a lot of fun. But we'll go ahead and end the show on that note. So... For Jeff Garcia, I'm Joe Garcia. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us. And like we always say, spread the love, stop the hate, and be kind. We're out. Peace. Peace.